Somebody look at your neighbor and tell them, don't stop dreaming. Look at your neighbor and tell them, don't stop dreaming. Look at your neighbor and tell them, don't stop dreaming. Amen. We are continuing today our series entitled, Don't Stop Dreaming. Don't Stop Dreaming. Today we're going to look at Genesis 39. Amen. We're looking at Genesis 39. And we are looking at verses 7 through 12. Genesis 39, verses 7 through 12. Our series entitled, Don't Stop Dreaming. Look at your neighbor and say, stay focused. Stay focused. You are closer now than you've ever been to being who God created you to be. But you got to stay focused because the closer you get to your destination, the more it's going to take determination. The closer you get to your destination, the more it will take determination. Look at your neighbor and say, stay focused. Stay determined. The closer you get to where you're going, the more difficult it gets to getting there. It is to getting there. The closer you get to where you're going, the more difficult it is to get there. Next, we're going to use today for our thesis statement, our main thought, everything that you have gone through in life has prepared you to become the person that God has created you to be. Your possibilities, your power, and your purpose have been shown to you through the dreams that God has given you. While you are on, while you are on your way to your destination, it is imperative that you stay focused to the promise that God has given you. The devil will throw people and problems at you with the purpose of making you lose focus. The believer must stay focused on God and God will stay faithful to you. Stay focused on God and God. Our friend Joseph has been our main character for the last three Sundays. And we watched Joseph from the moment that he got a dream to him telling his brothers about his dream and his brother's teaching us that you can't tell everybody about your dream because everybody's not going to be as excited about your dream as you are ex excited about your dream, especially when your dream has you moving higher than they are. Look at somebody and tell them, you can't tell everybody everything. Some things you got to keep between you and God. Some things you got to keep between you and God. Some things you got to keep between you and God. Look at somebody and tell them, some things you have to keep between you and God. Joseph's brothers were so distraught about his dream that they plotted to kill him. But even when you have nine brothers that want to kill you, God at least have two that want to save you. I wish I had somebody. God always has somebody 
to help you to get what God is calling you to be in spite of everybody that's trying to stop you from being who God is calling you to be. He had his brothers. His brothers said, look at him. Here comes that dreamer. Let's see what's going to happen to his dream. Let's throw him over there in the, in, the, in the pit. And the pit that they threw him in didn't have no water. You missed it right there because if you'd have got that, you would have took off running around the building. They threw him in the pit, but the pit they threw him in didn't have no water. You still ain't got it. You still ain't got it. They threw him in the pit, and the pit they threw him in didn't have no water. All the other pits probably was full of waters that would have drowned Joseph, but God dug a special pit for Joseph to go in that was dry, and all Joseph had to do was praise while he was in the pit because praise was going to save his life. Judah came. Judah came. Somebody holler, Judah. Judah came. Judah came and said, no, we can't kill our brother because that's our brother. That's blood of our blood, flesh of our flesh, bone of our bone. We love our brother even though we act like we don't. We don't let's not kill our brother. I come to tell somebody that when you down and out, don't forget to praise because praise will save your life. I don't know who I'm talking to in here today. You've been going through a rough time. You've been going through some difficult times. People have turned their backs on you. Folks are stabbing you in the back. Folks are lying on you, but I dare you to lift your hands right now and tell God thank you in the face of your impossibilities because God can take what was impossible and make it possible. God can take what was dark and make it light. God can take what was lost and make it a winner. God can take what was broken and put it back together again. Give somebody a high five and tell them I'm on my way to get what God has to me. And I might be in the pit right now, but I'm going to take the next 15 seconds and just praise God in this pit because praise can save my life. Judah said, there are some Ishmaelites over there. Because God also strategically puts people in the right places at the right time for the purpose of getting you from where you are to where God is calling you to be. And some of you are upset because your blessings are not coming from the places you thought they were going to come from. And you got to understand that the folks that you thought was going to bless you are oftentimes the folks that's trying to curse you. But if you just let God have God's way, God, God will have folk that you don't even know. Bless you in the middle of your situation to help you to get from where God is where God is calling you to be. He thought the Ishmaelites was a curse, but they was really a blessing because they were meant to get him from Dothan to the to the palace. I wish I had somebody in here that would just give your neighbor a high five and say God will put the right people at the right place in the right season to help you move forward. Ishmaelites sold it to Potiphar. Potiphar was one of the chief guards in Pharaoh's house. See, the Lord had to let him get close to somebody. in Pharaoh's house so he'd know how to act when he got a house of his own.
He had to give him some palace previews. Look at your neighbor and say palace previews. God has given me some palace previews before he gave me a palace address. I wish I had somebody in here that would just give God some praise for your palace previews. God showed you what you can be even though you ain't there yet. God gave you some palace previews. He showed you what you can have even though you ain't holding it yet. God gave you some palace previews. He showed you where you can go even though you ain't even got it in your GPS. Somebody ought to tell God thank you for your palace previews. Gave him some palace previews. Last week, he ends up in Joseph's, in Potiphar's house. In Potiphar's house. We find out last week that Potiphar's house was just his location, not his destination. Somebody missed that right there. It was just his location. Not his destination. And sometimes we get happy in a location and we take our eyes off the destination. So we find today, uh, Joseph is in Next, verse 7 says, And Potiphar's wife soon began to look at him lustfully. Come and this is the New Living Translation. Come and sleep with me, she demanded. Mm. This is just his location, not his destination. And when you're in your location, you got to stay focused on your destination because you'll end up oh, in a bad situation if you don't stay focused on your destination. First thing I want you to see is next, don't get too comfortable. Don't get too comfortable. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't get too comfortable. It would have been easy for Joseph to get too comfortable because Potiphar had given him everything. He had given him rule over Everything Potiphar had told Joseph, I notice how I'm blessed because of you. And since I'm blessed because of you, I'm going to put you in charge of everything. And I'm not going to worry about anything. Everything is at your disposal. Pot uh, uh, Joseph, you can have whatever you want to have. That sounds like a good deal, doesn't it? In considering where Joseph had come from, Joseph had been in the pit. He had been a slave to the Israelites. And now he's in Potiphar's house and Potiphar works on Pharaoh's uh, uh, kingdom and he has everything that he wants to get he has everything that he wants to have but I'm telling you he could not get too comfortable couldn't get too comfortable no matter how it felt don't get too comfortable no matter how it looks don't get too comfortable no matter how good it appears to you for you and with you don't get too comfortable because next, when you get comfortable, 
You let down your guard. You forget your purpose. You forget your promise. You forget God's power. When you get too comfortable, you let down your guard. Next, when you let down your guard, you let down your God. When you let down your guard, you let down your God. Joseph had to remember the dream that his God had given him. And he had to remember what his God had promised him. And he had to remember that where he was now was not where he was destined to be. So he says, I got to hold up my guard because if I let down my guard, I will let down my God. When I walk less than who God says I can be, I let down my God. When I stop being who God says I can be, I let down my God. When I, when I stop thinking of myself as God has created me, I let down my God. And I believe there are some people in here today that can testify that there have been moments in my life when I let down my God and I ended up letting down my God. But I am so grateful that when I let him down, he didn't let me down. I am so grateful that when I let go of him, he didn't let go of me. I'm so grateful that when I turned my back on him, he did not turn his back on me. I wish I had about 10 folk in here that could and tell God thank you that when you let him down he still believed in you when you let him down he kept on blessing you when you let him down he kept on making a way for you when you let him down he kept on holding you up give your neighbor a high five and say I'm just glad that he held me up when I let him down Joseph I can't let down my God, I know this. And when I've been working in the field, I feel like somebody's watching me. I believe it was Michael Jackson that said, I always feel like. Y'all act like y'all listen to 1360 all the time. Somebody's watching me. He said, I feel like I got some eyes on me when I'm out there cutting the shrubs. I feel like somebody's watching me while I'm doing what my master told me to do. But I realize this is location, not destination. So I can't let go of my God. Watch this. He says to Mount Calvary next, take the test. Pass the test. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you got to take the test. So go ahead and pass the test. Go ahead and ask God to give you what you need right now to take the test that's coming down the street. Tell God to give you what you need right now that when you have to take the test, you can pass the test. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss Papa say, look at you looking like you looking. Boy, you fine as wine. Look at you looking like you looking. Oh, I see you looking at me, looking at you. Oh, come on in here, Joseph. And... 
your guard down. Take the test. Pass the test. Whenever you are striving to do better, that's going to always come a test. <laughs> and the test gonna look Reverend Shiva said just not me it's gonna look real good too <laughs> look at your name and say stay focused because there's always gonna be a test that's gonna be presented before you watch this not not confirm your reputation but to confirm your character because there's a difference between reputation and character reputation is what folk think about you character is what you know about yourself oh you missed that thing right there reputation is what folk think about you character is what you know about who you are and I come to tell you hard times does not make character hard times reveals character somebody missed that too hard times does not make character hard times reveals don't get don't get caught up with people because they good when everything is good you gotta find and watch people how they act when the good turn into bad because when the good turn into bad if you turn bad then you want no good Somebody holler, take the test. Pass the test. She says, she says, oh, Joseph, Joseph, I see you looking like you are looking. Yeah. Verse number eight and verse nine, what does it say next? But Joseph refused. Look here, Miss Potiphar. My master trusts me with everything in his household. Nobody here has more authority than I. He held back nothing from me. Except you, because you are his wife. How could I do such a wicked thing? It would be a great sin, not against Potiphar, but the sin was against God. Because I'm here because God put me here. Somebody missed that right there. Give your name a high five and say, I'm here because God put me here. So if I do something contrary to God, it ain't contrary to you. It's a sin against God. Because I'm not here because of you. I'm here because of him. You, your husband don't even know that I'm here because God put me here. And I 
against God. No, 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 no. Next, Calvary. Joseph says, is it worth it? Is it worth it? And then he tells us, first thing we have to do is when we find ourselves in this test, you got to look around. And next, you got to take inventory. He said, everything is under my control. I can do whatever it is that I want to do. He gave me authority over everything. Let me have everything but you. When the devil starts trying to put stuff in your ears, you need to take inventory of what the Lord has gave you. And you can tell him every morning I get up. I get up because the Lord wakes me up. When I look up my head, there's a roof over my head. That's some food on my table. That's some clothes on my back. Look at somebody and tell them, take inventory. Your children are healthy. You got your right mind. You got the activities of your limbs. Look at somebody and tell them, take inventory. When you, before you start complaining, just take inventory. Just look around you and see how good the Lord has been to you. Tell your neighbor, I got a reason to shout. Because I took inventory this morning. I looked around me. And everything was good. And before I know it, I threw up my hands. And I said, Lord, thank you for the inventory on my shelf. Somebody holler, take inventory. Take inventory. Take inventory. Next. Don't let a momentary decision cause you a lifetime of desperation. It ain't worth it. Sister Potiphar, I've been watching you, watching me, watching you. We all been watching. But it ain't worth it. God's been too good to me. And I'm not going to allow my, a momentary decision calls me a lifetime of desperation because I'm on my way to my destination and this is just my location not gonna get caught up in my location while I'm on my way to my destination watch this y'all watch this watch this Joseph refused verse 8 look he told her my master trusts me with everything in the entire household. No one has more authority than me. He held back nothing from me except you. Next. In every situation, there's always an except. Y'all can have whatever you want to have in the garden except from the tree in the midst the tree of knowledge and wisdom that's always and except 
And why does it always appear with everything that we have? The accept is oftentimes what we want. We mess up the everything because we're trying to hook up with the accept. You end up with nothing when God wanted you to have everything but the accept. Give your neighbor a high five and tell him leave accept alone. Take what God wants you to have and leave accept alone. Because accept ain't going to do nothing but get you in trouble. Accept ain't going to do nothing but break your heart. Accept's not going to do anything but cause you to be less than who you are supposed to be. Joseph says, no, I'll take everything else. And I'll leave the accept alone. Because the accept is going to break me down when everything else is building me up. The accept is going to make me cry when everything else is wiping the tears from my eyes. I wish somebody in here would give God some praise because you turned away from the accept and you took what the Lord was giving you and now you are better look at somebody tell them I'm better than I've ever been I'm almost done now it seems like it should have ended in verse 9 seems like devil should have left you alone in verse 9. Seems like that, should, that verse 9 should have been it. Tell your, tell your neighbor verse 9 don't end the story. Look at your neighbor tell him it ain't that easy. <laughs> you thought it was going to be too easy. That's why you crying now, because you thought it would be too easy. That's why you gave up, because you thought it would be too easy. That's why you throwing the towel. You thought it was going to be too easy. It's not going to always be easy, but as long as God is with it, it'll be right. And he, how many folk know he will bring you through it? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because the Lord is with me. Let's go to verse number 10 through 13 then we're done. Next. Oh Lord. Miss Potiphar is a trip. <laughs> verse 10. She kept putting pressure on Joseph. Day after day. But he refused. And he kept out of her way as much as possible. She coming down the hall. He going down the opposite what direction. He turn around. Go the other way. She in the living room. He in the kitchen. He trying his hardest not to get any closer than he have to. Anybody in here try your hardest to stay away from the temptations that the devil was trying to throw your way? And the more you try, the harder it got. Tried to stay out of her way as much as possible. One day, however, 
Look at your neighbor and tell them, however, will happen. However is coming. No one else was around. When he went in to do his job. I'm going to Montgomeryize this. Ms. Potiphar knew nobody was there. She put on little Luther. Turn off the lights. Light a candle. Y'all act like y'all don't know. Turn them off! Young folks saying, what song is that? She came. She grabbed him by the cloak, demanding. Joseph tore away, but he left his cloak in her hand as he ran from the house. Next. We find a persistent problem. Next, the more you try to resist, the more the devil continues to persist. The more you try to resist, the more he continues to persist. Remember, Joseph has a dream. He hadn't made it to his destination as of yet. But his dream is still delivering him. And the more you strive to be better than you are, the more the enemy strives to keep you where you are. Or even to take you back to where you come from. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. But even if he flees, he's going to come back. What are you doing, Satan? I'm going to and fro. Looking, seeking who I can devour. And just because you do good don't mean that he's going to do good to you. The more you resist him, the more he Persist. The more you resist him, the more he will persist. He was trying his best to get away from Miss Potiphar. But on this day, nobody was home but them. She grabbed him because he found out next that the temptation that you walk away from finds a way to walk to you. The temptation that you're trying to get away from will always try to get you. He's trying to leave her alone. And the more he tries to leave her alone, the worse that she gets. And then one day, as fate would have it, she ends up grabbing him, but he held on to his dignity. He held on to his loyalty. 
He held on to who God had created him to be. Trouble is the time that your dedication to God really shows up. He says, no, God didn't create me for this. And I know I might get in trouble because of this. But I'm going to keep on believing. And I'm going to keep on working. And I'm going to keep on waiting to see what God is going to do in my life. And the Bible says that she grabbed him. And he broke away from her. But when he broke away from her, oh, the, 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 his cloak came off and ended up in her hands. Because he can tell us today that the next point I want you to see is that when the enemy grabs you, God will grace you. I wish somebody would give your neighbor a high five and say, neighbor, the enemy grabbed me, but God graced me, and I'm still here because when the enemy grabbed me, God came in and gave me everything that I needed. I wish I had somebody who knows about God's amazing grace that will look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, it was nothing but his grace that brought me thus far. I'm here today because of God's grace. I go where I go because of God's grace. I have what I have because of God's grace. If you're not too mean, find your three people. Give them a high five and say, neighbor, thank God for his grace because if you hold on to your dignity if you hold on to your character if you hold on to who God created you to be and not fall pray to the devil God will look at you in the trying times and he will bless you indeed grab somebody Say, neighbor, I didn't believe I could make it. I didn't believe I would come through. But something on the inside of me would not let me give up. Would not let me turn around. And I'm here today as a testimony about God's grace. Is there anybody in the room today? The more you resisted temptation, the more temptation was there. But God saw you. He picked you up and turned you around. Give your neighbor a high five. Say, neighbor, don't stop dreaming. Don't stop believing that you will be what God said you will be. But along the way, it's going to get rough. It's going to get hard. You're going to cry sometime. Folk going to kill you. Don't want to kill you. Throw you in the pit on your way to the palace. But while you're there, keep on praising the Lord. Keep on telling God thank you. Keep on blessing his name. Because I know what praise 
bless the Lord. He's good. Ain't he good? Ain't he good? Won't he walk with you? Won't he talk with you? Won't he tell you you are his child? Ain't he good? Look at the Lord stepping in right on time. You're on your way. Grab your neighbor by the hand. Say, neighbor, stay focused. Keep your eyes on the prize. Don't look back. Don't turn around. Don't look to the right. Don't look to the left. Look up and God will show you what you need to do. Yes. Yes. Ain't the Lord all right? Shout yes. Shout yes. Shout yes. Yes. All the people that's got a dream. And you're moving towards that dream. And you made up in your mind, I'm going to stay focused on what's inside of me, regardless of what's around me. And just know there will be trials. There will be tribulations. There will be temptations. There will be difficulties, despair, and desperation. But at the end of the day, when all the dust has settled, when all the chips have been played, the only person that can defer your dreams is you. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I have the final decision concerning my dreams. Somebody give God some praise right there.